0: everyone and welcome back to Can't Hardly Wait Minute.
1: The podcast reanalyzed the 1998 graduation party classic Can't Hardly Wait, one minute at a time.
0: I'm your co-host Erin. I'm your co-host James. And it's Friday, it's minute 85, and William is saying, what? (laughs) And then at the end of this episode, William coughs and says, oh god, ow. Right. Which is accurate for the headache that you get and the general gross feeling that you get with your first hangover or any hangover. But your first one I feel like is especially atrocious because you've never experienced it before. So you have no idea what to expect.
1: And just to confirm the Oh God ow happens after he decides to accept Mike's lie for Mm -hmm. him. Okay. Yes. Having this transcript is really great. I should have been doing this from the start of us doing these movies at all. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, uh, this is a cop number one and William minute. Mm -hmm. Um, The first note I have is, my parents, have you seen them? Are they angry? Have you seen my father? Does he have a a weapon? Afraid not. (laughs) (laughs) So... Do you think... So the cop is making a joke. Yes. Do you think that William is... This can be read so many ways. Like, is William okay? Like, is William's home life alright? Or is William still a little drunk and not really thinking about his parents just being worried and... Like, it's sort of a weird place to immediately go upon waking up in a cop, like...
0: Yeah. House. I have to assume a cop house? Yeah. You know what the cops live. Yeah. Prison. The cop's house. (laughs) I have to assume that William is a member of a family where it is expected that Mm -hmm. he will get straight A's, do nothing wrong, his parents will get very upset if he puts a foot out of line. Not necessarily Mm -hmm. that his parents are unloving or abusive in any way, but there just is an expectation of how William will behave based on his past behavior and also just what his parents expect of him.
1: I could see a a situation where his parents were actually, like, kind of stoked that he went out and went mm-hmm. to a party. Yep. And were like, you ended up in jail after going to a graduation party. There's hope for you.
0: Right. Yeah. No, I can see that, too. Yeah. I can absolutely see that.
1: Yeah, but William is not daring to hope that outcome is a is a possibility at all at this juncture.
0: Yeah, no, William definitely thinks that his parents are going to kill him.
1: Murder him with a weapon that they have brought to the police house.
0: Right. Right. <sighs> now, for all we know, William is afraid that he is going to be unaccepted to college because right. one time he got drunk.
1: <laughs> right. You could get addicted.
0: Yeah. It's like, Uh this might go on his permanent record.
1: Right. William, mm, William is definitely someone that is controlled by the idea of a permanent record.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And not just a permanent academic record, but like, will he forever, will his life forever be tainted with this police record? Right. Of him having gotten drunk at a party in high school.
1: Right. Right. The Federal Bureau of Investigation will never accept you now. mm mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, So then the cop is like, actually, they're more worried about you than anything else, which is solid. Like, right. yeah, correct. That, that is, is correct parental behavior. Yes. Correct. <laughs> um, And then, then we're back into movie fiction land. Mm-hmm. He says, you know, because it's not your fault that, consults notes, Mike Dexter beat you up and forced you to drink alcohol until you passed out. Um, which is uh, hilarious, but also a little bit like, I mean, William actually says it perfectly. He, he, he what? Like that was then that was apparently the the statement that Mike Dexter gave. Yes. So I basically only have one idea or sort of one discussion topic point. Talking point. There it is. That's the word. Words. I
0: liked discussion topic point.
1: Okay, the DTP. As cool. we
0: as we sit here in the police house.
1: In the police the police house discussion topic point, the PHDTP, mm-hmm. for this ep is um so in this watch I was like, oh, Mike did that as kind of like a a sacrifice to make up for all of the litany of things that William lists at the beginning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so my question to you, and um, not to put any pressure on you, but we had a fairly good discussion last time, <laughs> is does this absolve Mike? Is this enough f- for William to – because what we see in this minute is William's like, no, 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 yes, mm-hmm, that is what happens as the, the coin drops in, like, mm-hmm. if, if this is what Mike wants, this is this, the, the the statement that Mike has made to the police – I'm first of all not going to call him a liar when him being a liar gets me out of trouble. Right. But also there has to be an element of he owes me.
0: Yeah. I don't remember the conversation that we had previously like even a little bit. Great. Because once it has been recorded, my brain immediately forgets that it happened Correct. as you as you well know and, and podcasting experience myself. with me for many years. <laughs> exactly.
1: It's only because I have the notes and I talked to morgan about our conversation in our last uh episode of the of wham juice that we did together
0: which i listened to we
1: just i just touched on it maybe daniel may have cut it out oh okay Um, but uh yeah I, i definitely we were talking about absolution and like forgiveness versus absolution and all this stuff okay apology versus forgiveness all this stuff
0: i gotcha okay but
1: this is and i sort of said it as a joke because it's a it's a Heavy topic to discuss on our graduation party classic uh, podcast. Mm -hmm. But does this make up, like, are they even? Can they be even?
0: I don't know that they necessarily are even. Honestly, I think that's up to William.
1: Yes, agreed.
0: I think that it is up to William to decide if this makes up for the bad behavior of Mike in the past... And if Will he, William, is going to let the grievances go.
1: Right. I think that's correct. That sounds now, right to me. Yeah.
0: I do think that just based on a little bit of a spoiler, what we see in a future minute, William does appear to have forgiven Mike. Yes. I'm not going to say anything more about that interaction. Right. But William does appear to have forgiven Mike based on Mike taking the fall for this.
1: Right. And I feel like, um, Oh, the, another thing that that I sort of, another facet of this that I thought about was does, I mean, one of the things that Mike is risking by taking the total fall for this Mm -hmm. is, is, I mean, like college career, like it could possibly be that this I mean, I don't know if he has a scholarship. I would assume that if he's going to college, he has a scholarship. That's just an assumption. Maybe he's a brilliant scholar. I'm sorry, I can't say you that. Mean maybe he laughing. has a sports scholarship. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Almost certainly. Yeah. So I mean, but that has often has like morality clauses, and like they don't take too kindly to you being in prison for. I mean, especially if he's 18 and William's 17. Yeah. That's that's you know, corrupting a minor or whatever, which might be a misdemeanor. But, like, surely, you know, and then if there's a sex crime element to it, not that yeah. there is, just the way they reacted at the beginning of the of the week mm-hmm. to them, it seemed sort of like this was a more serious sexual element than you or I or probably any of our peers in the year of Our Lord 2020, mm-hmm. long may it burn, um, <laughs> would interpret um but again if there was a if there was a and he was caught you know in sexual deviance sort of stuff like i think this is actually a big a a much bigger thing than just like uh his dad probably knows the cops and he can get off scot-free right i think there's an element of he is taking a risk about his entire future so that william can have a future too and maybe yeah. that could it could be that Optimus James has snuck into uh my brain, and that's that's entirely possible.
0: I do think that is probably likely, yeah, I think that Mike probably remembers the conversation that they had where they bonded a little bit, uh-huh, and I think that the the cop could even be putting words in Mike's mouth a little bit. It's entirely possible that Mike was like, "Yeah, no, like I you know, I got him really drunk and then thought it would be funny to, like, pants him.
1: Yeah. I feel... Mm, I want this very much... I want Trip McNeely to very much be, like, the Jacob Marley of of <laughs> Mike Dexter's Ebenezer Scrooge existence. Mm-hmm. And that after seeing, you know, Trip McNeely... I mean, he went in and, and did some incredibly horrible... St- you know, desperate, awful stuff at Amanda. But I think that for William, I think there was a, like a bonding thing where he was like, I could end up like Trip McNeely or I could be, um, I'm going to use the word man here, but I mean like an upstanding citizen, like where I could be a man and actually look out for my friend. Yeah. Now also spoiler. It's possible that he was not thinking those kinds of deep thoughts Yeah. At all. But. uh,
0: It's also possible that the cop comes at him and is like, so, you know, you and your boyfriend behind the pool house. Mm. And Mike's like, what? No, no. You misunderstand. He's (sighs) just some nerd that we got drunk and pantsed him.
1: I could also see a situation where they showed, you know how in, in like murder shows um you know those murder shows. Mm-hmm. They put out the pictures of like the gory details of the crime scene and mm-hmm. make the person confess. Yeah. What if they're like now you were found like in some compromising positions with a William Lichter and Mike's like, what what are you talking about? That nerd? I wouldn't be seen in the same room as him. And they're like, Well look at these pictures and they show all the pictures. Yeah. And he's like, Oh man, I don't remember any of this at all. I guess I guess what must have happened was this. And sort of he he doesn't remember it and he's not taking, a, a, you know, a bold like self-sacrificing fall. He's just like, I assume what happened is that we made the nerd drink and then played a prank on him or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. So that's a possibility.
0: I think just based on what we know about Mike Dexter's character up to this point and also knowing what we know from a future scene. Uh-huh. I think that that is much more likely than Mike redeeming himself in any sense. I'm not going to say that Mike is irredeemable. Right. Because, again, Mike is an idiot teenager, and I think that college could teach him not to be such an idiot teenager. He could do—there's a lot of growing up that he could do. Right. But I don't think that he has done it yet.
1: Mike Dexter, women's study major, women's studies major, like turns like a leaf and like meets a very intelligent girl, like a very intelligent senior freshman year. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you're an idiot. And he's like, I love you. And she's like, all right, I'll let you study with me, but you have to take these classes. And he's like, "Okay," And then one day there's like a, wait a minute. I've been a jerk to all these people. Thanks, Darisa. That was the name I came up with. That's
0: probably somebody's name. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Anyways, uh, I, my headcanon remains completely unscathed in, the, in Mike Dexter's uh, Messiah-like sacrifice for the salvation of, of William Lichter. But again, okay. uh, Optimus James often drives at this point in all of the movies we watch. That so. is true. <laughs> that is
0: true. Uh, would Optimus James like to drive us into social media land?
1: You know, he'd be happy to. Because that's just the way he is.
0: Optimus James is so helpful.
1: The way you and I both keep saying the word Optimist, it sounds like we're saying Optimus, like uh-huh. I'm a transformer. Are
0: are you not? It'll be a whole lot easier for you to drive us to social media land if you just turn into a car. Otherwise we have to go find one.
1: <laughs> Room vroom. Okay, I think Optimus James is saying we are on the scavengers <laughs> now. <laughs> We are on Twitter as a podcast at J-E underscore Minute Movies. And we are individually on Twitter. I am at Unabashed James.
0: And I'm at Unabashedly Aaron.
1: We are part of the Scavengers Network, which in addition to having cool podcasts and cool Twitch stuff, also we have a Patreon. And that Patreon is at patreon.com slash the scavengers network. Bonus content. Just like bursts at the seams from this uh from this patreon page Mm -hmm. for two dollars a month you can get access to all sorts of audio video words smells no not that yet um but we're on the way to that no we're not so mason probably is mason probably has an invention (laughs) um for two dollars a month you can make mason smell whatever smell you want him to smell that's a bad invention, Mason. Um, <laughs> it's
0: like when he invented the pay us money to squirt me in the face with water invention. You know, that's that, actually true. Yeah.
1: A dollar for, uh, here, here's a dollar just for the smell of it, patent pending by Mason. <laughs> um, yeah, but there's all sorts of bonus content that Aaron and I make, that Aaron and I make with Tracy, that Tracy and I make, uh, not combinations that don't include me or Aaron, weirdly. Uh, Side character quest does a lot of uh, bonus mm-hmm. content stuff. They do. Um, you should go check it out. I mean, like, and and all of the bonus content that's ever been made is available for you on the on the Patreon. So that goes back like I think like three years or something. A mm-hmm. uh, bonus content, so you can get access to all sorts of stuff. Uh, I'm working on a Patreon bonus content thing that is a year in the making. Um, so if you've been listening to these uh, movie minutes since the beginning. I think you'll be very excited uh, about yes. what's on the way. Uh it's turning out great. So, two dollars a month, patreon.com slash the scavengers network. Go join up. Uh when you get to the sign up page, click all of the shows you listen to. I think we are there as James and Aaron Minute Movies or whatever. Mm-hmm. So click that one if we sent you there via this thing that I've been saying for it seems like about 54 years. And then uh Colin will know that you got. To there from us. Mm -hmm. That is going to do it. That's how that works. That is how that works. Uh, You can also send him a message that says, hey, uh, I listened to James and Aaron's podcasts. Mm -hmm. And then put a heart emoji and then a skull emoji and then a spike emoji. I don't know which one that is. Uh, That he feels like kind of threatened, but also sort of supported in like a nice way. Yes. Um, So that's going to do it for us for today. I'm losing my... A complete mind
0: right now. Yes, you are. Just say the sign-off, James. Just say the sign-off. Time is honeys. Go, hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> the Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community focused.
1: Treasured content.